Now you <laughs> now All you'll right. be able to hear us. I had the mic muted. Oh man, today, today. But like I said before, the show must go on. The devil keeps trying to stop the show from happening. Thank, thank you for whoever commented to said the mic was mute because we would have just been <laughs> talking and talking. And I, I've looked at this the light. Um, and still didn't even think about it. Well, I'll reiterate what I said. Uh, we would like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living, and thank the Lord he's given us another chance to get our acts together. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about a question, will you forgive? That's a problem in today's society. We don't want to forgive people. And no matter what, if the person was in the right or the wrong, it is our duty to forgive. And the image I chose is somebody breaking chains. It's like they're getting free, finally getting free from somebody. Just imagine that or something. And that's like the grudges that we hold. We may be having a good day and then think about something that somebody did to us. And it doesn't even have to be for us to somebody else. And we will hold a grudge and it'll mess up our mood. We start thinking like, oh, I can't stand that person. Why did they do that? But when you finally let that grudge go and forgive that person, it's like weight's getting lifted off your shoulder or like you're breaking free. And that is such a glorious feeling. And um, without any further ado, before you pass it, you should also also mention about the technical difficulties. <laughs> oh <but>. yeah, <laughs> the reason we were like we had a lot, a lot of technical difficulties. The app that we streamed with didn't want to open. I had to reinstall it, so none of my stuff was saved. The format is kind of different. I have to go and look because I don't even remember what I had set for all of this stuff. So I have to go back after the stream and uh, make sure all of that stuff is straight. So just bear with us for this week. Next week, it'll look a lot better. I'll be more prepared. This is the first time it's happened. So I'll definitely be more prepared. And the topic that really stirred, um, the topic that we'll be talking about is um, when the cop had entered into an apartment and she thought it was hers and they ended up killing an unarmed man in there. And whether she was right or wrong, it is still our duty to forgive, like the brother of the guy that got killed. He actually forgave her and actually ended up giving her a hug. And it just spread a lot of backlash. Uh, I've seen a lot of it on Facebook. People were saying, I'll never forgive somebody like that. I hope they ride in hell. But we will see that it is definitely our duty to forgive because if we don't forgive, our Father in Heaven won't forgive us. So I don't think I'm missing anything else this time. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. Thank you, Melvin. Uh, before we move too far, Usually we like to take a moment to say a prayer. If you guys have an opportunity to, please join us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word, to grow closer to you, Lord. We thank you for how you've kept us, you've washed over us, you've continued to just shower us with blessings and so many things that we're not deserving of. You continue to pour out grace and mercy to us, Lord. So we just like to start off by saying thank you lord before we ask you for anything but lord as we find ourselves doing so often we will ask you for things we ask that you continue to keep us in your arms that you continue to watch over us our friends our family our loved ones even our enemies the people that come against us we ask that you would open their eyes open their understandings to see just how you want to work in all of our lives so we're asking for so many blessings, Lord, for the sick, the shut-in, the afflicted, Lord, the homeless, all the people out there desiring your love, needing your attention. Lord, we all need it. So we're asking that you would hear our cries and have respect to our wishes. In your precious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So as Melvin already mentioned, we'll be talking about a story 
and I was thinking about this story uh, even earlier in the week. Um, just how much backlash has come from this young man deciding to forgive the uh, the the cop who killed his brother. Now I'm not here to debate, and I won't ask you guys for your opinion either on whether you think they tried to do it or not. That's not what I'm here to talk about. What I am here to talk about is, will you forgive? Because as Melvin already said, that's our duty. That's our job. Now, I know a lot of people already are upset. But bear with us and let's see what the scripture has to say because at the end of the day, God's opinion is the only one that matters. Let's see what God has to say about this. So, whether she lied about it and she tried to kill him or whether she didn't, let's see what God instructs us to do. But before we get into that, I want to look at uh, Luke 17 and verse 5 because that's where, that's a scripture that I really found to be really uh, powerful. Really amazing to see this scripture. Let's see uh, Luke 17 and 5. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. That's where we sit right this minute. All of us need God to increase our faith. What we found, and we're going to go back and read it, but what we just found was Jesus told his disciples, if somebody trespass you, if they do you wrong, if they sin against you, seven times in one day. Now, that can be whether they kill seven of your family members, whether they lied to you seven times, whether they lied to your family members seven times, whether they put seven of your tires on flat, you might have multiple vehicles. No matter what they did to you, he said, now this is Jesus, the one whom you say you love. Talking to the Christian people, the one who you say you adore, you care about him. Jesus said seven times in a day. It doesn't matter how many because in, in another place he told us 70 times seven. He said, you have to forgive him. That is your job as a Christian. That's what you signed up for as a Christian is to forgive. And the disciples responded. They didn't respond by saying, I ain't going to do that. You must be out your mind, Jesus. What's wrong with you? They didn't say that. They didn't say you need to use common sense. <laughs> I heard one person talk and they said sometimes you just have to use common sense in a situation. And I was talking to my dad and he said a deer has common sense, but that deer still will run in front of your vehicle and you'll hit them, which is true. The deer can hear, the deer can smell, he can, he can feel sensations. He can taste. The deer can do all the same things we can do. And yet, he still makes bad decisions. And that's us too as people. We still make the wrong decision because we rely on our feelings, our emotions, instead of doing what God told us to do. So, we're going to look at this because I, I was uh, looking at one pastor um, it really caught my attention because this is someone who claims to be 
bringing the word of God to people, a preacher. And as a result of this story, he saw, he's seen the same thing that we seen. He's seen this young man choose to forgive this lady who killed his brother and hugged her in court. Now, I watched that video, and to be honest with you, it brought tears to my eyes. Just to see God's love being displayed, it brought tears to my eyes. Because that's that's our job. That's our duty. That's what God put us here for. To show love to one another. To love one another as ourselves. Now, if we were in this situation, we would want somebody to forgive us. If our family member were in this situation, we would want somebody to forgive them. But since it has nothing to do with us, we say, nah, can't do it. But so a pastor, a famous pastor of a mega church, Kanye West was just at his church. Now, you might not know the pastor, but I know you know Kanye West. He was just at this man's church, and this preacher said, the young man hugging this woman and saying he forgave her is nothing but slave conditioning. Now, when I saw that, I said, man, these people have lost their mind because we're talking about a preacher, one who, who should be promoting, proclaiming the name of the Lord. But he's talking just like one of these other hooligans, just like one of these other people who have never studied God, who have never learned anything about God. And so I wanted to look at this because I want to propose the question today, will you forgive? But before you decide to answer that, please remove your emotions. Before you decide to answer, let's look at the scripture. Let's look at what the scripture says. All right, we're going to start with verse 1, Mel. Then said he unto the disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. Now, this is what we've already seen. People became offended by someone following the word of God. Now, if you do nothing but talk about the word of God, talk about following Christ, nobody cares. Nobody's going to be offended because you're not actually walking the walk. People became offended when they seen that young man hug this woman. They got offended then. People say, oh, you crazy. Oh, something's wrong with you. Oh, she tried to do it. It's not about whether she tried to do it or not. Because God is going to be the judge of that. Just like yours and my sins. God is going to be the judge of all of ours. So, curses unto them, woe unto them. The people who bring offenses. All right. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. <laughs> now, this is Jesus talking here. He said it were better for them if they were dead than to come against his children. Now, this is Jesus talking, the one who people say he only came here talking love, love, love because you don't know him. He was talking love. Don't get me wrong. But he says some very things that may be perceived as aggressive. He said a lot of these things. You would know if you have not put any time in. 
So he said it's better for them to be dead, all right? Take heed to yourselves. Worry about yourself. Don't worry about all of these people saying this and that and, and, and that and this. Don't worry about that. This is what you need to focus on. Don't focus on what people say. We get caught up in what everybody says because when somebody says something, our actions change. We might know how we want to respond to a situation going in. <laughs> until somebody say something until the eyes get point on you and then you start changing you contour your actions to do what they want you to do so he said take heed to yourselves mm -hmm. and if he trespass oh I ain't finished that if thy brother trespass against thee rebuke him and if he repent forgive him now, now this is what Jesus said he said when someone trespasses you, it is your obligation to forgive them. He said, it's nothing wrong with rebuking them. Tell them, hold on now, you did me wrong. You, you, that wasn't right. So no one is saying that the murder aspect of which the, this, this young lady did, I'm not saying that's not wrong because it is. That's not God's will that we should murder anyone. I have people argue with me about that. They tried to make it seem as if the circumstance, if in the right circumstance, God would allow murder. No, he won't. In no circumstance. But that's a whole other thing. He said, forgive him. Uh-huh. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. My God. He said, if he does you wrong seven times in one day now a lot of us we would rationalize things because that's what we do as people we feel we have so much common sense we say all right now if somebody does something minor to me i, I forgive them if, if somebody step on my feet and you know they they scar up my shoes i mean those shoes weren't that new anyway so i mean i i, I forgive them now it some people won't even get that. <laughs> Some people won't. You scuffed up the new J's? Nah, <laughs> Some people won't forgive that. But some of us will say, you know, you know, my shoes, they, they, they weren't all in that good a condition anyway. So mm -hmm. they, they might have made a mistake. But now we see them do it again. We say, man, you about to make me mad. You better leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to hurt you. But now, later on, y'all will be friends again. <laughs> later on, y'all will be friends again. You can forgive them. You, you let it go. But now, as it continues to happen, especially in the same day, now, over time, you might, sometimes, you might forget some things people did to you <laughs> till somebody else come and remind you. But in the same day, you have a very hard time forgiving somebody depending on what it was in the same day Jesus said I don't care if they do it to you seven times in one day you still have to forgive them there is no is no circumstantial thing he's not saying well if they only do this to you then you forget if they only step on your old shoes forgive them but don't forgive them if they step on your new shoes <laughs> that ain't what he's saying in any situation you have to forgive. The disciples even asked them in another place, and we probably won't go there tonight. But in another place, he said, 
Peter asked me, he said, look, if somebody, if my brother trespassed me seven times, I should forgive him seven times, right? I give him seven times the number of completion. He said, no, 70 times seven. It doesn't matter how many times they do something to you. Forgive them. That's your job. Why is that, though? Because we ourselves have disobeyed God an unlimited amount of time, way more than seven times in a day. I know I've sinned way more than seven times in a day before. I, I know I have. Couldn't even count them. But God still chose to forgive me. And he said, if we don't forgive, your heavenly father won't forgive you. So ultimately, what I am doing by not forgiving somebody else, I ain't doing nothing but hurting Tony. I'm not doing anything but stopping my salvation. Now, this young lady, I'm, I have nothing to do with this situation. But I can look at it from the outside looking in and say, well, I'll never forgive her. Because I just don't believe she, it was a mistake. I, I just don't believe. I don't care what she says. I don't care what the facts say. I'll never forgive her. All I'm doing is saying I'm never going to heaven. I don't care what anybody says. I'm never going to heaven. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying, friend. You're never going to heaven. Because God himself, God manifests in the flesh. Jesus Christ himself said, if you do not forgive, God won't forgive you. Because who am I to look at the transgressions of somebody else? When I have so many of my own. Who am I? Let's, let's read on down here. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. They said, man, this is so amazing to see a statement like this. Jesus said, look, no matter what somebody does to you, you need to forgive them. That's what he's saying here. And they said, God... Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh. Lord, increase our faith. I'm not strong enough to do that. I know I need to, but I'm not strong enough to. I need you to help me to be in that position. Because right now, if somebody were to do these things to me, I just couldn't forgive them. But to please you, I want to get in the position to, to forgive them. That's an amazing statement because when we read these scriptures, I don't, I don't see a lot of people saying, Lord, increase my faith. We read these scriptures and God tells us over and over so many times to do some things that we say, man, I'll never do that. I just can't do it. We never say, Lord, I want to do it. I, I may not even want to do it, but for you. I want to do it, so increase my faith so I can get to that level. This is what we should be saying. Lord, increase my faith. So, if you read this story, my question is to you, will you forgive? Even if you sit at home right now saying, I don't think I have enough faith to forgive some things, to forgive murder, to forgive rape, to forgive molestation. Especially on somebody I love. I don't think I have enough faith. 
will you ask God to forget to increase your faith so that you will forgive one day? That's the that's truly the question that we're faced with. Do we truly want to do the things that Jesus told us to do? I was looking at one of my uh, friends on Facebook and he was talking about he was responding to the whole situation and this person said man I'm sorry I just have to put my religion to the side I said my god uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing a lot of things ah uh, you might as well put your religion in the trash friend <laughs> it ain't gonna get you nowhere just put it in the trash put it in the trash as if the situation comes and you decide to change your beliefs in God as a result just put it in the trash you might as well not believe God you might as well not to be honest with you because God does not want somebody to follow him when things are easy he wants you to be there to to believe in him when things are tough when people are watching, he said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works. You got to let your light shine. In situations like this, all eyes on you. The way you respond, the way you talk, the way you behave, people are looking. And you have people who don't believe in God. They say, see, I knew them people. They weren't about nothing. They talking just like me, and I don't believe in God. They, I knew they weren't about nothing. See, this is why I don't believe in God. See, people look at these things. Let's go down, Melvin. So the apostle said, Lord, increase our faith. One thing we have to note here, I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing we have to note here is that the apostles did not have the Holy Ghost at this time. And many of us today do not have the Holy Ghost. So, one of the ways our faith will be increased is to receive his spirit. A lot of people, I guarantee a lot of people right now don't even know how you receive it. A lot of people don't know if I have it. Some people will just say, yeah, I got it because the preacher told me I got it. <laughs> Your preacher probably, I'm not going to say that. We have to receive his spirit. So that we can do the things that he said do. Let, let's go down though. <clears throat> and the Lord said, if ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this, seek him. I forgot to say that one. See some in tree. <laughs> be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the seed and it should obey you. Now, a lot of us, <laughs> we say, God knows my heart. He knows exactly where your faith is. And we see it in all every situation. Every man's work will be made manifest. Now he says, Jesus says here, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, seeds are to be planted. And once planted, it is to grow. They ain't nothing but increasing your faith. But we don't want our faith to increase. We want to stay right where we are. We want to say, I believe in Jesus Christ. He died on the cross. That's enough for me. He know my heart. I ain't got to do nothing else. I'm good. We read last week 
there were seeds that fell every which way. Some of them fell by the wayside. They were unprofitable. Some of them fell on thorny ground. They were unprofitable. Some of them fell on the rock. They were unprofitable. The only ones that became profitable, <laughs> it's amazing if you can see these scriptures, if you can perceive and understand these scriptures, the only ones that were profitable were the ones that fell into the good ground. But what happened to that seed when it fell in the good ground? <laughs> it began to grow. You plant the seed in the ground, the seed dies. But once it dies, life begins to blossom. The seed, you don't, you don't see the root when you look at the seed, but you actually do. But you can't see it yet. You don't see the leaves when you plant the seed, but you actually do. You can't see it yet. It has to be planted. It has to die and it has to grow. That's the same way with us. We start off our faith needs to grow. I'm sure a lot of folks will say, I'll never forgive. That's because your faith hadn't grown yet. You have not been planted in the word of God. You have not grown. But. Will you be as the apostles and say, Lord, increase my faith? Or will you just say, I'm fine the way I am? God know my heart. <laughs> my God, I'm praying that we would be saved because that is my desire. Just as is God desires that none of us should perish. It's not the Father's will that any. So, we have to grow our faith. Let's read down, Mill. But which of you, having a servant plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him, By and by, when he has come from the field, go and sit down to meet? Now, Jesus is going to show us something here. Now, B, I want you to take a very close look at this because he's going to show us us. He, <laughs> with all these parables, he shows us us every time now he says which of you having a servant he's working in the field which of you now he has some cattle will say unto him by and by when he's come from the field now he's done the work in the field he comes from the field he said which of you are going to say go sit down and eat now this is your servant now alright and will not rather say unto him, Make ready wherewith I may sup, and gird thyself, and serve me, till I have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Now, are you going to say to him, when he comes from the field, now he's been out there with the cattle, getting the cattle ready, but the food ain't ready. Are you going to say to him, look, after he comes from the field, man, you had such a hard day out there. Just, just go sit down and eat. I mean, just, just, just go sit down. Don't worry about nothing. Are you going to say that? Or are you going to tell him, man, you need to go and make that food. You need to go and prepare the food. Which one are you going to say to him? All right. Doth he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I troll not. Jesus said, look. This person is a servant. So 
you're going to command them, they need to go and make the food because that is their job. That is what they are supposed to do. It's only half the job to get the cattle ready in the field, but they have not cooked it and prepared it yet. They have not done everything that they need to do. All right. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all those things which are commanded, you say, you say we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. <laughs> He's trying to get us to see something. He's trying to get us to see that we are nothing but a servant to him. We're a servant to God. And as a servant of God, it is our duty to forgive. That's what we are required to do is no different than us at our jobs. We, we go there and we sign up to become a servant. And so no matter what they say do, it does not matter if they say, man, we're going to send you home because we aren't busy today. We say, hold on, man, I, I came to make my out. If they tell you you're going home, you go home. You do exactly what they say do. Even if they tell you, man, we don't have any work for you to do right now, so we want you to go clean up the restroom. We said, man, I didn't sign up to clean up. You did. <laughs> yes, you did. Sure, the title on your job might have not said restroom cleaner, but you signed up to work those hours, to work that time, to work whatever, those days, whatever it is. And so no matter what they tell you to do, you do it because you are their servant. Jesus is trying to get us to see we are servants of God. And so our duty, that's what we must fulfill. And a part of our duty is to forgive. No matter the circumstances, no matter the situation, that's what we have to do. Because God commended his love toward us. While we were yet sinners, he gave Christ to die for us. So if God could forgive all of the sins of us, how can we not forgive the sins of each other? Are we better than God? Are we more righteous than God? These are some <laughs> These are some things that make people get quiet. But it's the truth. The truth shall make you free. So he's showing us we are servants of Christ. And we must fulfill our duty if we want to receive the payment from God that we say we want to receive. We all want to make it to heaven. We all want to have a prosperous life here and in heaven. But it requires us to fulfill our duty. We can't go to our job and receive payment and not do what they told us to do. No, you're going to get fired. You're, you will lose your position. God is no different. Let's move over to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. Ephesians 6 and verse 5. 
we have to understand that we are the servants of Christ. Because somebody may say, <laughs> I don't want to be a servant to anybody. You have to. You have to. There's no way around it. You either serve God or the devil. You have to serve somebody. You might as well serve God. He cares about you. He loves you. All right, let's look at uh, verse 5 here. Uh, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Mm -hmm. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the service of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Don't go around pleasing people. Our main goal should be pleasing God. Because we are his servants. You know, we, we have a hard time pleasing God. We have a hard time wanting to please God. Because at our job, man, you see it all the time. You let the boss say do something. I mean, folks ripping, running, sweating. I mean, <laughs> uh, people will run backwards as fast as they can for the boss at your job where we are servants. But now if you hear that you are a servant of God, now somebody said, man, there's something wrong with that. That's a cult right there. But you go to your job faithfully. And I mean, whatever task they say, you all for you like man I, we gotta do it even when you don't like it you still do it now if you say i just i'm just not going to do it you go and find another job you be a servant to another to another master another boss but god has so much more he wants to give you god will elevate you to a friend because even at our job, if you are nothing but a servant, they don't inform you on much that's going on. They don't inform you. They tell you the bare minimum. But Jesus said we are his friends, and he allows his friends to know what's going on. He puts you in the loop. But we don't see all these things. We think... <laughs> God just wants to control us. No, he's, he wants you to have the opportunity to choose if you will serve him. That's what he went. That's what he sent Moses down into Egypt for. He said, go and get my people out of Egypt that they may serve me, that they would be his servants. We think God is so concerned with us jumping and shouting, hitting cartwheels, hitting a backflip, <laughs> hitting a somersault. No, <laughs> no, he wants you to serve him. To learn to forgive others. To learn to love others. That's what serving him is. To learn to have compassion on somebody. Because people do things that they shouldn't do. We've all done it. But will you be willing to overlook these things? He said, if somebody slap you on the right cheek, turn to the other. They slap you on the left cheek, turn to the other. No matter where they hit you at. No matter what they say about you, no matter what they do to you, learn to forgive. That's true love. So he said, don't be 
pleases a man because a lot of times people will have you do things that God is not pleased with. All right. With goodwill doing service as to the Lord and not to men. When we look at people who have done such heinous crimes, whether it's to us or anybody else, when you forgive them, you don't do it as unto them. You're forgiving them because that's what God requires you to do. Because you have learned to look at yourself and say, man, look at how God chose to forgive me. This wretched person that I am. All the times that I knew I was doing wrong and God still loved me enough to pardon my sins. He chose to send Christ to die for me. He chose to send Christ to be spit on, to be talked about, to be whipped. We hadn't went through anything like what Christ went through. Because we deserve these things. He didn't even deserve it. So he said, don't do it as unto men. When God tells you to do these things for others, don't look at them. That's why we don't do it in the first place, because we're looking at, man, I remember when they did this to me. You can't find a time that God has done something to you. He has not done you wrong. We may look at it and say, man, God allowed me to go through that bad time. He didn't do you wrong, though. The trying of your faith work is patience. And Jesus said, our patience in your soul possess ye your, in your patience possess ye your souls. We can be saved if we have patience. We can be saved if we have compassion and love. All right. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And we should know that. We should know that if we do good unto others, God's going to do good to us. Because he says in one place, if a man's ways please God, he'll make even your enemies be at peace. God will protect us, shield us, cover us with his wings if we choose to follow him. That's your choice. Today, you have an option. Will you forgive? You don't have to. <laughs> it's in your best interest to, though. So there comes a point for us to decide if we'll truly be Christians or if we'll just continue to wear the name, to wear the cross around our necks, to put the tattoo on us. So many things that God told us not to do in the first place. So will you choose to forget? What will you do? Even if, like I said earlier, even if you feel that you aren't in a position right now to forgive anyone for the things they've done, will you look on God and ask him to increase your faith that's a powerful statement for people to make Lord increase our faith 
So I won't I won't hold you long tonight. Um, I just wanted to get through the message that we have to forgive as Christians. That's our duty. Being a servant of Christ, that's what we're called to do. When I go to my job, <laughs> so many things that I have to do, that's my duty. That's what I'm called there to do. So I can't run around asking them to say thank you for things that I'm supposed to be doing anyways. No, that's what I'm there to do. So if you truly want to be a Christian now, you don't have to be. That's your choice. But if you want to be, there's some things we have to do. I know people tell you, you don't have to do nothing. They're lying to you, though. Because Jesus told us a lot of things that we have to do. The scriptures have to be fulfilled. They cannot be broken. So you will either end up on the right side or the wrong side, depending on your actions. Jesus said, behold, he comes quickly to pay every man according as his work shall be. He's going to repay you for what you've done. That's what we just read in the book of Ephesians. He's going to repay you for your evil or for your good. Forgiveness is a good deed. To not forgive somebody, that's actually sin. Because he told you point blank to forgive. So I won't continue to uh, hit on this. I know Melvin got something he wanted to say anyways. <laughs> not much. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> um, but as always, um, it was a good good word, good um, study, um, diving into the Bible. Uh, as it always is and something you said earlier um, when you're trying to or when you claim true Christianity people are definitely watching and observing your actions so if, if you definitely if you claim that then you should li live it because a lot of people that claim true Christianity are not saying hey I will never forgive somebody like that they walked in the apartment and killed my brother she, she knew that wasn't her apartment I'll never forgive her I hope she rides in hell and people are observing that and saying, see, look at that hypocrite. Look at that person. That's why I don't go to church now. Look, they nothing but hypocrites and fooling themselves. I'll find my own way. See, one bad, what do they say? One, ad, one bad apple spoils the bunch. One bad instance, and people will classify the whole church family in that. Like one church kicking somebody out because they didn't pay tithes or, or something for about three months, so they got kicked out. The church is supposed to be a place of refuge, a place you come to when you need help, not a place that kicks you when you're down. And see, that's another reason people say that they, this is why I don't go to church, that right there. There are definitely bad churches out there, churches that million dollar churches and their members are still in poverty. They put so much effort into making the building look nice. Oh, oh and the preacher, oh, he, he rolling. <laughs> a Benz, a Rolls Royce and people are walking to service 5-10 miles just to hear they're an overcomer they're, achie they're an achiever or some motivational speech week in and week out they're in the same position uh, well but they're, they're motivated they jump and shout in church because it's not about that and we talked about that one time the preacher's job what all the preacher is responsible for he's responsible for the members 
that's who you should go to. Like the man who didn't pay tithes for however so many months. And he probably didn't have enough money to pay his bills. Go to the preacher. But getting a little bit off topic, but it's definitely our job to forgive. Just to forgive. And um, I'm going to just leave it up there. There's so many things to say, but I'll just leave it up there. So um, hope you guys enjoyed it. And sorry again for the tardiness. We had a lot of technical difficulties. But um, shortly after this, an audio version of this will be uploaded to all major podcast plat- podcast platforms if you're not able to catch it live. And for our podcast listeners, we go live every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if that be it, we see we don't have any um, questions or comments. So we'll go ahead and end it right there. And we hope you guys have a safe and blessed weekend. And we'll see you, if you're in the Oxford area, we'll see you Tuesday at 6.30. And if not, then we'll be back on there and taking another turn at the wheel and diving deeper into the Bible next Thursday at the same time. So greatly appreciate you guys for tuning in and have a blessed weekend. Thank you, guys.